to the PKD Dietitian Podcast. Before we get started with the episode, I want to invite you to join me for a live webinar on the pillars of PKD nutrition. It's happening later this month on August 31st and is free to register. If you are confused about where to start your PKD health and nutrition journey, this webinar is just for you. You will learn about my three pillars of PKD nutrition, why they are the foundation for good nutrition with PKD, and get practical tips and steps to get started. Plus, I am going to highlight additional nutrition options and opportunities that support PKD health and slower progression. Save your seat and register at the pkddietitian.com forward slash pkd and nutrition. I've also linked that out in the show notes for you. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about getting labs for PKD drawn? Many of my clients tell me they absolutely dread getting labs done. They experience some anxiety leading up to them and often feel they are just waiting to get bad news. I get it. This is very human and pretty darn normal within the PKD community to feel this way. Some of it likely comes from fear of the unknown. Some comes from past experiences within the medical community and field, or even what you've witnessed family members and loved ones go through who have PKD. I call this PTPKD, post-traumatic PKD. When getting labs, the goal is to get accurate results. Labs are a snapshot of how your kidney is working, and they also show potential areas to focus on where your PKD health can be up-leveled or supported. What you do or don't do prior to getting labs can impact their results. Having a plan or a routine around your scheduled labs will help you feel more confident and in control. And in this episode, I am sharing five tips to help you with that. To help make the process go smoother, to help prevent having to get pesky redraws, and to help reduce health anxiety. So here we go. Five ways to help labs go smoother. Number one, communicate with your doctor. Knowing what labs your doctor has ordered and why is a good thing to ask about prior to getting labs done. It helps you know what to expect and what they are looking at. If you are unsure why a particular lab has been ordered, ask. Also, ask your doctor if any of the vitamins or supplements you are taking should be held prior to lab draw. The answer is yes, Also make sure to ask for how many days or the time frame before labs that you should stop taking them. Some supplements can alter your lab results, either by interacting with the reagents of the lab test or by causing a false high or low result. And we just don't want that. We want that real snapshot. For example, biotin, which is vitamin B7, can interfere with a thyroid stimulating hormone also with something called PTH, which is a parathyroid hormone, and results give falsely low outcomes. Another great question to ask your doctor to help ensure labs get drawn correctly 
is if you need to fast for them. Several labs, like if you're getting lipid cholesterol labs, should be drawn when you are fasting. And how long you need to fast can vary. Most often, the fasting period is between 8 to 12 hours before. But make sure to ask so that when you get your labs done, the outcomes are a good snapshot and true to what's getting tested. Number two, stick to your normal eating and hydration patterns. You may have heard or even been told to hydrate really well before your labs because it will help with the blood drop. Don't change what you normally do though. You want to drink fluid as usual. If you bump up your hydration right before labs, it can dilute some of the test results and you won't get an accurate look at your kidney function labs and others that are affected by fluid and hydration like sodium. So stick to what you normally do, your normal eating patterns and drinking patterns. Don't dramatically change how you are eating for the few days before or even the week leading up to labs. I 100% understand wanting to see good numbers show up, but this doesn't provide an accurate snapshot of what your everyday looks like and of your kidney function. If you make it a habit of changing what and how you eat before labs, that might be a really good sign that perhaps your day-to-day nutrition patterns could use a little help. And consider this a sign to start working with a dietitian for your PKD health. Number three, schedule your appointment. Some labs are done at the doctor's office. Other times you will go to diagnostic centers, the lab draw centers, or even clinics within hospital. You can schedule an appointment at many of these lab draw centers and clinics. This way you get to pick when works for you and having a schedule appointment helps generally reduce your wait time. And if you are getting fasting labs, you'll likely want an earlier appointment, especially if fasting in the morning is not a normal practice for you. If your lab centers don't take appointments, because some don't, ask them when is the least busiest time so you can go and don't have to wait super long. Number four, avoid high-intensity workouts. What I want you to know is that when you exercise, it breaks down muscle. This is a good thing, and it helps our muscles stay or become stronger. You want to skip lifting weights and doing intense workouts for the day before and the day of labs. When muscle breaks down, there is an increased creatinine waste produce. Yes, that same creatinine that is measured in your kidney function lab panel and that same one that is used to calculate your kidney function, your GFR. A workout shortly before labs can lead to a falsely elevated creatinine lab result and thus a falsely lower kidney function lab result. And no one wants to see this. I encourage my clients to go for a walk, do some gentle exercise or yoga leading up to lab draws, but to 100% skip heavy exercise. No need to skew that lab result in a way that makes it look like your kidney function took a dip when the increased creatinine is only temporary. And the fifth tip is to pause and check in. 
It's normal to feel nervous or a bit anxious when getting your labs drawn. It's also normal to want a good outcome, to see improvement perhaps, and to be invested in that. It's important to pause and acknowledge all those feelings. You can even try acknowledging these fears and feelings out loud. It will feel like such a release. For example, if you are feeling anxious, pause and acknowledge it. Say, I am feeling anxious about my upcoming labs. This can be to someone you trust or even just to yourself. Take it one step further and permit yourself to have these feelings with a statement like, and that's okay, I am human. Another thing I like to do or have clients do that really helps is to take a few breaths. Now stick with me here. It is the simplest thing you can do that is super helpful. My favorite quote-unquote guide to pausing and taking a few breaths is something I want you to try. So if you are in a place right now where you're able to close your eyes, try this with me. First, close your eyes. And second, what I want you to do is think, smell the flowers. And when you think that, take a deep breath in through your nose. Third, as you exhale, think and picture, blow out the candles. So you're breathing in, you're smelling the flowers, and you're exhaling, you're blowing out the candles. It's really hard to stay in a negative space when you are smelling flowers and blowing out the candles. So try this several times in a row and go as slowly as you can in each moment. Smell the flowers, blow out the candles. Clients have told me that they have even started picturing flowers and cakes when they were pausing to breathe with this simple mantra. Now, if guided breathing isn't your thing, find something that is. Something that helps you pause, regroup, and takes you out of the anxiety-fear spiral. And there you have it, my five tips to help PKD labs go smoother. Just a refresher, number one, communicate with your doctor. Number two, stick to your normal eating and hydration patterns and habits. Number three, schedule your appointment. Number four, avoid high-intensity workouts. And number five, pause and check in. I want you to use these five tips and practices to help navigate your next PKD lab draw with confidence and to help plan for a stress-free experience. If you plan to try one of these tips or even if you tried it, leave a review, say how it worked for you, comment and share. Also, if you have a good tip or practice to share with fellow PKDers around labs, please share that too, or you can send it directly to me. Well, folks, that's it for today. I do a lot of these practices myself when it comes to medical appointments or lab draws. I know they work and I know they help. And I hope you found this valuable today. Mm-hmm.